Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There was a massive warehouse that was a nightclub. And then from that nightclub to anything that resembled safety was 20 minutes. That's what Deja was as well. Yeah, like it was 20 minute walk 20? run. Oh, okay. There's, no, there's nothing to like, I'm going to get on a bus or a train. Mm. So it's 20 minutes. And someone, someone just starts shooting. This is the Dope Black Dad podcast. My name is Marvin Harrison. Uh, today we are joined by Taser Black, uh, by Jason Black, Romanta Boita, and uh, Darwood Grace. Yeah. Um, so also we got sent in the dilemma this week. We, um, it's funny because this one was so good, and I and I sent this to a couple people, and I was I was talking to them because actually I've never really thought of it. Yeah. So uh, there's a uh, it says hi there. Uh, I'm a white 16 year old currently in a relationship with a full black. I don't know why they say full black 17 year old girl. <laughs> Um, they are quite against me. Uh, the parents are quite against me. Um, um, are quite against me. We have been dating for five months uh, and things are quite serious. My parents like her. So that means his white parents mm. like her, but, but her parents do not like me. How do I, as a white boy, win her black parents over? Learn how to cook jell <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I can't even lie to you. That, that whole setup is... It always happens. Like, I'm allowed in your house. You're not allowed in mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course your parents are going to like me. I'm in your house, but yeah. you're not coming to mine. So, Did you ever get that conversation of who to bring home? I never brought anyone okay. home. Mm. But my mum and dad made it made it um, a thing to say she has to be Nigerian and she has to be Yoruba. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Till this day? Nah, now it's more relaxed. My daughter's mixed, so they've accepted that. But at the time, it was definitely... Nigerian. I'm like, where, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> where are they? Because uh, they're just bare yardies here, boy. Yeah, <laughs> bare Jamaicans here. Yeah. You was just overlooking them. That's what that <laughs> <laughs> they were always Tell me was here, bro. They were always yeah. there. Nah, 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 My nah. class was full of them, bro. <laughs> like, you know, telling you. In Northwest. You, you didn't care in, about Sylvia. In Northwest. Nah, nah, nah. In Harsden, Northwest. No, that, yeah, that, that's Jamaica City. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Did, did you ever have a stipulation of who to bring home? Um, no, I don't think so. Like, mm. I'm trying to remember, you know. Nah, nah. So if you brought home like a white woman, it'd be just like, hey. Do you know, like, so my family is quite diverse anyway. So mm. it's like, there's never been an issue mm. with anyone that's entered the family. Mm. As long as I think the, the biggest thing is just your morals and your respect. Mm. Um, once that's there, 
if there is anything, it's overlooked. But I haven't even seen, I've never seen an issue in my family yeah, yeah, yeah. with anyone entering. Same. Only if someone didn't have no manners. Do you know what? I think this is a Jamaicanism, you know, mm. because there's a particular way which you have to come across. And my mum's super okay with anyone. Yeah. But the second you come outside the values, it's like, nah. no, that's, and that's what I'm saying. And that goes for, that, that's, that's a black girl, that's a white girl, that's mm. anyone. Like, not to say, I've, I've not brought home a diverse mm. mix. So I've, I've not experienced it, but I've seen it in my family. Mm. And um, yes, it's literally like, she could be a black girl, if she's not up to par, then she's got to go. Or, you know, white girl, same thing. Chinese, age, anyone. Mm. So it is just literally boils down to, you know, one, your morals and respect. One thing I will add is um, we need to expand, or obviously we can't because it's already been sent in, but black is very... Vague. He said full. Yeah. No, no, I know, but <laughs> Caribbean, Caribbean and yeah. African is different. So in my yeah, house, hundred percent. Why are you even talking about relationships at seventeen? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how that's how we're looking at. Like, yeah. you're if, a if, teenager and you've been dating for what five months and it's serious now. Please. Like, yeah, what are you even talking about? Yeah. She she probably hasn't even told her parents. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, that she yeah, has yeah, a yeah, boyfriend yeah, and you yeah, want to yeah. meet True. them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that's how it's one of them ones where it's like yeah. And then also bringing a boy back home as a girl. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, a bit so like, yeah, like to like like what you said. I think for here, how you kind of approach it, I think he just has to wait it out because, mm. like Tay said, she's not even told anyone what's going on. Mm. Like, this is just you and her, yeah, happening. Like you've told your parents, and it's all a thing. But no, no, you said that they don't like her in it, so they already yeah, they know of they her. don't like him. Yeah, so yeah they don't like him already. So the already idea aware. of him is is not okay. Yeah, mm, I guess still, to that. yeah, you got to wait and just kind of warming. I guess, but I think no. all of us as, as seventeen year olds. Yeah, if we think back, knowing what we know now at seventeen, were any of those relationships realistically going to be mm. alive today? No, I didn't want to meet. So, I didn't want to meet anyone's parents. So I, I feel like almost. I'm knocking your door. What? No, yeah, I was trying not to do that, but it, sometimes you were trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but you couldn't escape sometimes because some people are just overly keen for you to come in. Yeah, and it's like, oh, all right, cool. Bro. I was all right though because parents liked me, man. I'll be honest. Mm. Now, par- parents <laughs> liked me, but I got a funny story. Yeah, but I don't know if I can share it. Share it, share it, share it. It involves me and JGK. That's why. That's fine. Share it, share it. Even better. Share it, even better. Really? Yeah, You guys used to whisper it out and figure out that's okay. It was time ago, time ago, time ago, yeah. But there was one time um, we've gone to a rave and um, we've been invited back to an after party at some girl's house. But we didn't know it was a girl's house when we got there. So only when we got there, we're like, wait, are are your parents going to be okay with this? And she was like, yeah, cool. I was like, okay. Mm. So we're in the yard, 3 a.m. What's the nationality of this woman? Right, vaguely. I can't remember, but the dad, the dad was white because the dad came downstairs three in the morning. We're right. in the living room and we've all frozen. But I was, was I in no, you've, you're upstairs chilling. Oh, hey, I'm with the man there. I'm with the man there. <laughs> many, many years ago. Yeah, these go-to fellas. Yeah, yeah man, <laughs> chilling. I'd worked. Well, the rest of us are downstairs. I think it's me, it's Manga, and there's a couple other men. Yeah, the dad's walked downstairs and he's literally turned on the light and gone, "You're right, lads." <gasps> Three in the morning. <laughs> Every single one of us muttered under our breath, yeah. This dad's a dickhead, yeah. lads. <laughs> Three in the morning. There's five black faces in your living room wow. and you've gone, you're right, lads. My dad would have kicked off everyone's face. Yeah. We did in my yard at three in the morning. Yeah. But it was a girl that invited us over. So it was a bit like, like if it, I felt like at the time, if it was a dude, 
it would have been like, oh, all right, cool, he's brought his man then mm. back. But a girl was invited, five or five six men. Hey, where was this? I, I was North London. North London. North London. I'll, tell, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the rest after. Right, cool, cool. That's, but that, but, but that's, that's how I, that's the second time I bucked you. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. right what right. are you going to say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Wow. But them dads there, yeah, I, I don't know how they just yeah, I, how they're okay with that. That is that's mental. Yeah. Right, Dawa, do you have any more advice for this this young person? Uh if you really truly love her because that's 16, 17, you can't see five minutes in front of your face sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if you really truly love her, then stick it out and be Wait. consistent with your behavior. If you think this is gonna last, um, I don't think it's gonna last. Mm, yeah. so Wait in the long weeds. What about you, Ro? Wait in the long weeds. That's not, all I say. Sorry to cut, but you know, if I'm him, I'm fucking it all up. Sorry, can I swear? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> fuck it all up. I'll it off. Because that is definitely one of my main things when I meet a girl. Mm. And it's always been that from when I was young. If your family can't dig me, mm. it's long. I can't dig you either. Mm. Because yeah, I, I think, even if I'm not trying to do long term, mm. I think long term if the worst happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if we start getting caught up in this thing and we're. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst happening. I love all right. of the common, common, common language that he uses. God. Right, so I know that was kind of weird. What I said. Anyway, um, yeah, like it's got to be like, I look at people's family to see what they mm. represent that's and, true. And, and your representation of your family somewhat. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, you know, if we're caught in for whatever, the few months, whatever, you're going to show me whatever you need to show me. Mm. But your family are going to show me what I need to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, mean? I, th- I think it's a ver- it's very much a cultural thing as well because mm. black people do not allow their children to have boyfriend girlfriends when they're in school, mm. and even when you're in university, it's like finish your degree, yeah. and it's mm. like first go get a job. So and then mm. you get a job, and it's like you just started working, work for yourself, and then it's mm. like, oh, is he going to marry you? So there's so many for for women, there's for girls, there's so many prerequisites before yeah. you can even date in your family (laughs) as an African or as a black person. Mm. So it is a cultural thing. Whereas I think with other races, it's easier because they allow more freedoms Mm -hmm. and and we don't allow those freedoms. So I don't even think it has, might not have anything to do with him as a white boy. It might might just be like, you're you're not dating at Mm. 16. You know what it is, is that I I don't think I will say you're not dating. I just say, I'm not prepared to acknowledge anybody until a certain age or a certain time has gone past because knowing what I know now, like all my relationships before my marriage, yeah, I don't even reference them. They're not even. It, like I think also when you get married and you do and you still got girlfriends, that just sounds nuts. Like it's not oh, even like lady friends. It's not even on the same level. It, mm. Like the level you go to in marriage is so high that you talk about the time when you was with someone for six months that you might would say was my girlfriend before that. That doesn't even land as a sentence now nah, these are just like nice people that marriage. i know yeah like you can't six months i also don't acknowledge think... anyone i dated under 21 yeah it's just like those, i think those relationships are the starter pack you can't you can't take those ones because <laughs> nah, i wasn't doing anything mm. i was I you're was, just kissing you, and holding hands i was just kissing yeah. and holding but hands, do you, do you so think it, some it parents have that because they think their child's like going absolutely wild with sex and stuff no but even if you are i don't i don't i don't think i can block that i think once you figure out sex is a thing and then there's a there's a niceness to it you're not stopping there's a niceness (laughs) (laughs) you're not stopping anyone like the first time i had sex you weren't undoing that knowledge ever and i was going to engineer that as a part of my future no matter what so for me it's like i'm not saying i won't be respectful but to sit there and be like, come in my house and stay over and come for dinner. And it's like, I think keep your relationship out in the realm. And like, I don't need to, I don't, it doesn't need to be a part of my life. 
Like, I think it's a different thing. And again, it's a working piece, but I feel like... Was that you as a, the boyfriend or the... Me as the dad. Like, oh. I, I think that you can respect that they have someone in their life and they care about... I don't mind meeting the person, but I don't want to be involved in a relationship. Like, we talked about, would you let um, your your 17-year-old's daughter's boyfriend sleep over? Oh, I was literally thinking. I was going to ask yeah. question, yeah. Yeah, which is like, for me, it's just got, like... You've all got daughters, so that's a, yeah, a that's real so question. It's, it's, it think, will come I'm up. Think about it. I'm already thinking about it. Yeah, and, and in a practical sense... What's your answer? I don't know yet. Um, it depends on my child, in it Because you, as parents, you know your child better than anything. So mm. you know what kind of child you have. You know if it's a idiot. You, you know, you're going to love it same way. But you know, your parents know. Your parents know more than you think, innit? Mm. So you're going to know if she's, he or she is not capable of handling themselves, conducting themselves. Like they, yeah. they, they, they're just, they're rough still around the edges. Mm. Or you know if your child is on point and is, you know, thinking and, and these things. So I, I think you kind of gauge it from, so now I can't really, I don't know what I'll do, but as she gets older and, I can figure out how she's moving and I can make I, I know that if I had a daughter, the first thing I'd be thinking is how conniving I was at a young age and I'd be trying to protect her against conniving guys like me. And that oh, would yeah, for sure. breed, breed the fear. Mm-hmm. But the truth is... When you say protect her, are you equipping her with all the knowledge or are you just protecting her? No, no, equipping her with the knowledge. Like um, I, I remember telling my nieces, uh, make him wait. Mm. You will see his true colours if he if he has to wait. Mm. But don't you think the waiting game just turns into like a, a, a challenge? A, a, a challenge. Like they'll just wait in the long weeds until you're ready. Yeah. And then once it's done, they're like, that was, that was it. Like, yeah. They're not waiting yeah. in the long weeds doing nothing. They're yeah. doing the other things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I have some quick fire questions to round up uh, this episode that we're doing. Uh, so just the shortest answer that you can come up with as humanly possible. So the first one is the first time you had the, oh shit, I'm really a dad moment like what was that um walking in Dalston and it hitting me when he was about five days old and I sat down not in the middle of the road but on on the curb and the bus could have just ran over my foot Mm. like it just hit me like oh my dad shit Mm. and I I had a it was a panic attack but I was still Mm. just to let it pass what was the fear it weren't fair. It was just like, rah, I'm a dad. Mm. So, and I froze, but I sat down. So I didn't faint because mm. I f- felt like that was where it was heading. Mm. And then I remember getting up going, yeah, I'm a dad. <laughs> and walking off and mm. I haven't looked back since. So, yeah. What about you, Taze? Um, <clears throat> I think for me, it's, it's more when I have to do something that I don't want to do. Mm. And it's... um. Mm. I like an example would be I think when I had my daughter from very young, even though um, it was an issue at the time because again we weren't together, so and we had, we barely knew each other. So, but in hindsight, I'm look. This is a woman who's having to give a child that she's carried for nine months to some stranger essentially mm. to look after, but it's just as much mine as she is yours. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So there's a time where I think when she was about, I think about two, maybe three years old, where she left her teddy at her mum's house. Mm. She wouldn't stop crying. Yeah. Wouldn't stop crying. And I'm like, I'm looking at her like, wait, you want me to drive all the way back to North London <laughs> to get this teddy? You're mm. already here. Like, we'll get it tomorrow. She's not. I'm t- I phoned her mom, say, yo, do you reckon you can drive and drop it? Nope. I've already done what I had to do. I'm wow. in my yard. So I'm looking at my daughter like, <laughs> I've got to go to North London. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to drive all the way to North London to pick up one teddy, you know. 
And as soon as I gave her the teddy, the smile on her face, Aww. I said, that's what you did it for, man. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's what you did it for. You know, the, the flip side to that is she, she, she's probably imbued you with trust that you will always come through for her in the clutch mm. from a young age. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that. Mm. What about you, Jay? Have you had your moment yet? I don't know, you know, because mm. it's so new, so fresh. I feel like every day I wake up right now, I'm looking at her because... I think at this stage as well, she's changing every day, it seems mm. like. So more hair, more weight, more mm. length. Um, Can you see who she looks like it? It's just so down the middle, I feel like. Mm. She looks like my mum as well sometimes. And then, so it's all changing. So I like, when I, I think in the mornings when I wake up and I look over, I'm like, rah, mm. that's mad. Do you even forget? I had moments where I'd forget that there's like I'm a dad. Seriously? Just um, like, you're just doing your stuff in the day. You don't think about it. Nah, I don't, nah, not... Not now because I'm not doing anything. I don't mm. because I'm literally at home mm. at the moment. So I think maybe if there's time when I'm really stacked and I'm about and I'm up and down the town and I gotta do stuff, I don't know. But nah, not yet. Mm. I, I ain't really experienced that yet. But waking up in the morning, looking at her, thinking, yeah. Or like I said when I said earlier, when just she's just away from me for an hour or so, whatever mm. it is, I'm just staring at pictures in my phone. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Wow. It's like yeah, it's mad. So um, nah, I ain't had that real major. I don't think yet. Do you know what's a sick moment that you're that you're you're gonna experience? And you're gonna be like, that's sick, man. Mm. When she lets you know that she knows your dad. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, that's my dad. Yeah. Like for me, sometimes was, I think it happens when you know, like you you do something, some googly stuff, and then she reacts to it. You think, oh yeah, that's she knows you. Yeah, yeah, that mm. feel that feel is a that sick little, feeling. That little <laughs> thing. You think, oh my god, like look, 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 look. <laughs> 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 so, All right. Yeah. Uh, next one is. Have you, is there a TV show or a song that your child is into that you slyly think bangs and you would listen to or watch without them? Well, I've been fortunate. My son likes Brighter Tomorrow, but um, it's like an old school R&B tune. He likes Cel um, Celebrate by Cool in the Gang. He likes mm. jazz music. Mm. So it's not been like a, a tune, but the one thing I hate is Paw Patrol. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah that, that, that was a quick phase for me, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quick yeah. in and up. <laughs> yeah, um, he's still he's still on it. Like, Paw Patrol, Peppa Pig, uh, Daniel's Tiger. Um, there's there's a couple. Peppa's Pig, Peppa Pig. I had to ban. Yeah, because yeah. she's rude, she's man. Rude, she's rude. Yeah, I'm hearing. She, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. rude. No, she's rude. And, and yeah, the dad is stupid. I yeah, but like this is what I'm. No, she's yeah. rude. So Avoid you know, it. And then the, thing, the things that um, I've noticed with my, with my daughter when she was growing up in those years, yeah, they kind of take on their voices as well. Yeah. yeah. So they start sounding like yeah, them. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want no one in my house sounding like Peppa Pig. Yeah. But my older son, Incredibles. Okay. Anytime he waited to watch a movie, he was like, yeah, let's watch, in and I was, yeah, let's watch Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> and I sat through that film. So And when the, the second one came out, like me and him went to watch it in cinema and I thought, oh, he'd be too old for this. But he's like, no, dad, we're going to watch it. Because he remembered how many times we watched it when yeah. he was a youth. Yeah, she's my, she's my cinema partner when it comes to, because I like animation. Yeah. I actually still like kids' movies. So mm. she's, my, she's my cinema partner. Anytime there's a Dude, new movie keep, out, keep yeah. that going. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. me and my son went through the whole Marvel for, um, phase one. Mm. Yeah, it's sick. And it's like, nice we're still, go, still going to some of them. But now he's like, yeah, that, that, that's not cinema. You should go yeah. see, have you seen the um, Super Pets DC one? No, no, that's a good that, one. That looked that's, good. It's cold, cold, yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was the Marvel thing that you went to? Was it good? No, <laughs> it was uh, not a good film. How was it not? Yeah. Which one? The new one? The yeah, new like they, we, yeah. they, they gave us some tickets to go, but we was, I was meant to do a review, but I was going to ask you, is it, is it 
And it, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it um, wasn't a good film. La- last one. Uh, if you had a like dinner, so let imagine, let's fill up all the seats around the table. You're by yourself. You get to invite four influential dad figures just to learn code from. Like, could be TV characters, real dads. Who uh, are you going to have that conversation? Right now. Yeah, fair. 100% taking this table Remember right now. Remember an amazing dad? Yes, high five. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Uncle Phil, but he's not here. No, but that still works. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carr for the jokes. Mm. Michael in the middle's dad. I, can't, I don't know why I can't remember his name. And, that. and then Obama. Mm. And that. I don't care what you think about that guy politically, but as a dad... Like he said one thing and I was like, oh, if I had daughters, that's what I would do. But basically he said that I'm the president running the world and I'd go upstairs and I just have to shut up and listen to everyone else's day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's why you got big ears. You're a listener. <laughs> mm. and, that's, and that for me, that's his biggest skill is yeah. how he listens. Yeah. So yeah, so just. What about you, Taze? Who would you want to sit down with? As a dad? Mm. Well, it also bleeds into a man as well because I suppose those two things overlap like, they're interconnected. I ain't gonna lie, I don't think that. I haven't thought about that, you know. Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> Yo! That's a clip, by the way. You know that's gonna end up on your clip, isn't it? Well, Dad, we just sit that Kanye West. <laughs> nah, no, it's a difficult one, though. But he's a good dad, really though. Think, I'm saying, he looks like a good dad. Do, you never know. He might that's the thing. That, that, that's the thing as well. Everyone everyone looks Look, a certain exactly, way. I can't just exactly. be, yeah. so I can't be in my yard um, inspired by someone I don't know. Mm. Mm. No. But you know I mean? guess if we're going off of like just what we see, like, you know, like I said, <laughs> on the surface, Michael level. Carl. Mm. Mark Carl's definitely there. He's definitely there. I'll say Desmond. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely Desmond. Because obviously that, that era, they've just gone seeing everything in it. Mm. So, that wisdom. And, and you know, like as you get older, you start understanding why old boy doesn't talk a lot, can't bother. Yeah. Ignores, you, mm. ignores everyone some days. Mm. You know, that like, you start understanding that. Do you, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Yo. You think you're going to be that sort of old man? Shit. <laughs> ah, it can definitely go that way. Because you understand it. Like, it's not even personal. But like, once you start trying to get on, to, like, once you start asking them questions, after, what? and that's when it gets personal for them. You start mm. getting on their nerves because they just, just want to be quiet. Yeah. And you say, oh, don't, can, why don't you talk? Or oh, granddad or that? Like, mm. You're jarring that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then you're going to be like, sit, like, he's going to tell you to sit down or go away. Yeah. And you're going to take that part as like, oh, <sighs> this guy, man. But really... The world is a lot for him. Mm. He's seen so much, done so much, been yeah. through so much. He has to watch his shit news every day. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like he's seen this cycle of news every 10, 20 years. Yeah. Like the same, you know what I mean? So he's, he's just, just tired. He's done. Do you remember he's how done. excited and like wide-eyed you were when you first wanted to enter the industry? Yeah. And then you realised, what? I spent as much time away from it as possible. Yeah, like... No, so, for real. I, I genuinely think one of the biggest privileges I have is that I don't need to do anything. Like, I don't need to go to that party, speak to that person. I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. if there was anything being done by someone famous, like, you would, I would queue. I would go. You, you queue up for them diddy parties. Bro, I listen. Hey. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey. Yay. Hey. 
Hey! And you know needed that at the party. Bruv, you killed me. You killed, you killed, you killed the whole podcast. We have to delete the podcast. We've got Cosby in it and Diddy. We're going to delete this whole thing, this whole file. Um, I, I, I never forget that. There was like, remember when, when Reggie first used to do his parties, the trading places ones? Yeah, yeah. And I, I missed, was like, I missed that window, you know? Yo, the, it, uh, it was an incredible so experience. No, no, but I missed that window. Yeah, was that yeah, venue called again in, in West London? Um, what, West London? Yeah, there was a, you, you were doing venues there as well. It's um, on, Is it on Kensal Road? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. That's where he was doing Spartans. Yes. That's where he was doing Spartan cool. ones. And then when him and A-side linked up, they started doing trading places. Yes. Oh, okay, so okay, so okay. the first ones, when it was Spartans and the early trading places, I didn't know them well enough to just be guaranteed. It was always a connect that would be the one to get you in. But you so I would queue. Huh? You knew me. But for what? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> I've got to take a little bit of credit, credit for trading places. Really? 100%. I don't know the story. So you have to well, basically, A-Side and Reggie, A-Side A never used to like Reggie. Mm -hmm. And that, and Reggie was like, oh, why doesn't he like me? And I was like, dude, I don't know. You're so similar. So I started <laughs> telling A-Side, like, dude, you need to like look after the younger brothers in the industry. Mm -hmm. And that. So then they met, um, literally, I said that to A-Side on a Thursday. Dizzy had a vigil on a Saturday and they... Well, ended up speaking, mm. but I think it's only because I told Aside that you have to be a bit more, mm. and from that training places come. I, so I, I don't even think I I even knew that, but like I think um, there was a point where I would go and I'd queue, like I would proper sit there and queue and wait, mm. and then like you'd be like, oh, there's there's more people than there is space inside. Yeah. Is it worth sticking? I used to do all that. I yeah. wouldn't even dare. Like if I drive past places <clears> and it's long. It's long. Yeah, and I, I have to home. drive past a venue before yeah. I go to it. Yeah. I can't just, oh yeah, I know where it is. I'm going to park up. And <laughs> I just ran. Yeah, There's not knowing. No way. I have to look at what's going on outside. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I know my presence isn't worth the extra levels of care that I need for me to go to this thing. So I just don't bother. Like, it's just like, I'm at that place. But feeling like at the point in my early 20s where you needed to be there. Like, I remember the um, wireless party that, that Reg did, actually. And it was like, Mr. Hudson, Kanye West, Jeezy. It was just mad. Like, Mr. Hudson was on the piano. Yeah. With with Kanye rapping yeah. um, Gold that was Digger in or whatever. Point. Yeah, like it was yeah. mad. I queued for that for an hour I, I, after I, I, wireless. Everyone queued. Yeah. After wireless. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I wouldn't I would that. never dare do that now. Right. There's no there's no mm, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I, I forgot the actual uh, question what I was going through, to be fair. But yeah, so I think I think the Who dead would one, you like, invite for dinner? Uh, I, I think like uh for me, Jay-Z doing uh, my thing is about doing fifty. I, I want to know how do you navigate 40 to 50 in a successful way? That's my big question now. Being close to your family, like not going bankrupt, not going to jail or being cancelled, like the, the <laughs> negative side of it. How do you do that? Because it, for so many, specifically black men, you're just seeing stuff about them that like, for me, Will Smith, it makes me sad mm. where he's at right now. And much of it is like, I understand where his truth is, but people didn't want it. And he was trying to give it and be like, look at the life I'm living and what the truth is. And people were like, we didn't want to know. We liked it when you were far away, successful, yeah. distant, happily in your marriage. We didn't want to know about whatever you were up to. That's the thing though, it's navigating that balance now, isn't it? Because mm. obviously we've come through such an era of, you have to be accessible. You have, yeah. Off the back of being elusive. Yeah. Because that was... The previous era. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but now you, you can't afford to be either or. Like there's a balance mm. that you need to figure out to try and... I think that's where I'm at, to be fair. Yeah. Definitely that. I'm just trying to not be everywhere, but you have to. Have impact somewhere. and <laughs> yeah. be connected to yeah, something. I mean, just even with the work that I do in it and my business mm. and things like that. So 
Yeah, it is a challenge. It's a real one. So I think I think I think Jay Z and I'd like to hear Will Smith's versions up close. I have different questions for him. To be, I don't really care about the salacious side. Mm. For me, it's like what 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 now in his view? Because I feel like I think the Chris Rock thing is such a low, and how the world sees you compared to how they saw you before. Mm. You can't really get any lower. And I think you meet men at their best when they hit their floor. When they hit the floor of their life and they're like, the only thing I got to do is I got to grab my life now and make it make sense. He's also had a very clear vision about his marriage. And like, even though it's not a romantic marriage, it's we're going to keep it together. So what, why and what? I think some of it maybe was slightly toxic, but I think it's a it's an interesting concept. One that many people aren't committed to. Is I'm going to be committed to my wife no matter what happens. Yeah. That no one's doing that in this era. This era is a what about me era. So it's yeah. like that. That's a really big idea. Um, isn't there like just and isn't there like things we don't know? Like, the, wasn't there like a question of um, whether they have an open relationship? And is yeah, but I think that join it is it is there stuff that like we don't know? So I, I think those I, I things like, that can't be explained. Yeah, but I agree. We agree with Marvin. Like that salacious side of their man, I've never really cared about. I've, just I've had a, shit, yeah. had they've stuck together. Like for yeah. this long, because I think one of the hardest things to do in this life is have a successful relationship. I think the only reason we're made to care about it is because it's been brought to our attention yeah, yeah. through yes. August Alcinas and all these yeah, things. Yeah, but the question was care. hovering before, but I, I think it's not, you know, because wherever it happens, it happens. But I, for what I know and what I've observed, that happens more than people let on. It's just kept private mm-hmm. and no one has an interest in J- Dave's life from what he does yeah. on weekends. So it matters to them because people looked at them and looked up to them and their lifestyle as to what they had, rightly or wrongly. Mm-hmm. So I think he has information in his journey that I think needs an intimate setting. I'd love to know more. Same thing for Jay-Z because he broke his relationship down and rebuilt it. Mm. Had to move to LA because he said, buy a new ring. He'd start again. I think there's information. Obama, I think, has similar information. And I and, and I feel like for me I I don't have that 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 access to that information. Mm. I can't think of men over fifty five that I genuinely want to sit with that is in my life and hear what their stories are. Mm. Like I just don't have it. Like most of the men over fifty five that I know, I've surpassed them in so many different ways. A lot of the things that they they don't even feel comfortable sitting there talking to me. And that's another thing I observed. Mm. Like can they even sit there and be like energy? Yeah, like this mm. is what they don't they don't want to do it. They look at me and they feel I see there's almost like a reverence. And I don't want the reverence. I want the information. Mm. I want the the code of like, what did you observe with your adult children versus like what you invested in your teens? Did it yeah. feel the way you thought it was going to feel? Because my parenting journey is like, it didn't feel good in the beginning. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like I came out like, yes, I'm a dad. This is so exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. So much energy. And every what day, happened? it just was like, why am I here? <laughs> but is that is that a selfishness is that because it, you're, it, uh, it you may, wasn't fulfilled it, it in what you was doing may, outside of it it's more just like you for me I wanted a family like mm. I wanted to feel like I was in a family and feel connected to something bigger than just what I do every day so I was excited I was gassed more than excited like I was over the world and so when I was going through it day to day I was like okay this is not quite nice and this is not a nice experience and Oh, that was a bit rude and like that healthcare person was just ignored me when I was talking to him about my child and like this person's family just came around and then just sent me out to the shop and like no one's really spoken to me asked me how I'm doing today like just bare like chipping away it's not about you boy. yeah and it's like it's little yeah. but when you, when you do it for like three years four years six years and it just right. keeps on happening right with everyone, you're just like, yo. So then I just started finding my own vibes anywhere. Like, what, like, what, right, what are you want? Right. Like, now you're outside more than you're inside. 
And then there was a day where I was like, why am I not more into my family? That doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Like I, I remember being on a bus and absurd as it sounds, I was crying saying like, I want to have children now. I'm ready. Mm. Like I've done everything else I want to do. We're married. Let's have kids. And that whole experience for like five, six years just didn't make sense. Right. So when I started asking other men, this is when we created a group. It's the first time I'd heard a man talk about his family. Not how much money he made, what the things he was doing, mm. the girl that he was chatting to. It was family. And it was a very consistent experience. Like, yeah, it's a bit mad still. Like it doesn't, it doesn't quite, <laughs> it's yeah. not really a very inviting experience. Mm. It's a little bit like you're just, you just got to be strong, consistent, stable. And I'm like, but that's not that human is. though. Mm. <laughs> like no, you're not mm. getting fed anything. So when, when, so I got fed a lot from the other men in that period of time. But I also know that wasn't sustainable. So I just spent years in therapy, like five years with these questions. Like, what is family? How does experience need to be? And in the end, it's like, there's a structural social thing that happens with fathers. Like, when you, as a dad, you're not someone's husband anymore. You're their dad to their child. Mm. So they're looking at you as if you're the dad and you're not the husband anymore. So that whole relationship and dynamic disappears. And if you don't behave like how their vision of a dad should be, you aren't a good dad. Oh, listen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got something. In, no, in, the early, in the early days, yeah, I remember this, yeah. There'll be times where um, my daughter's mum would call me and say I should do something. And I'm, I'm listening to what she's telling me to do. I'm like, mm. is that you or is that her? Mm. Mm. This sounds like you. Mm. Yeah. This isn't her. Because whenever I have her, she's never brought this up. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's yeah, never yeah, brought yeah. this up. Okay, like, yes, I have yes, her. You, yes. you, she's like, in the early days, which was very frustrating, she used to talk to me as if it was a business deal. <laughs> as in, we're going in 50-50. Let me make sure your side of the investment is cool. So I'm like, but when she's with me, she's not telling me all of this that you're telling me. So now that she's older, my daughter's more vocal now. She can tell me what she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she can't come and be do the back yeah, like, yeah, anything yeah, yeah, where it's like, yeah. I think you should do this because this is what she wants. Mia, what do you want? Yeah. I didn't say anything to mum, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But before that is like, I think dad should do this and dad should do that. And mm. I was on Twitter and I saw this. I think, I'm like, what's that got to do with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I, so I totally see what you're yeah. saying. I so so saying. I, I, I just found that like, and this is something that I'm now starting to practice more now, is that I, in every room I have to be the dad. It's, it's, a, it's an emotional, psychological thing rather than a literal thing. Like people need to have that feeling of like, you're a good dad to me in this moment. So I, I, I changed the way I energetically how I move. Cause I was just like fun vibes. Let's have a bus of joke. Let's chat here. We're going to play fight. I'm going to wrestle. And then I'm going to go and take a nap. Like that, you know, I'm just here doing, th covering my vibes. bases, <laughs> thinking that it's about like me and what I'm contributing. And like, as I've grown, I've understood it's about how you energetically create a space for the mother to lead that particular phase of. Now, and especially in the early stages, so your job is to create space and energy and mood around your family. And if you are erratic, volatile, loud, if you take your kid up to 10 from wrestling and then just disappear, right. now That's people unfair. have to deal with yeah. what you just created. <laughs> so you can't do that. And so this like very stoic energy, people want that. And I would say feminine energies want that still. So all the modernness in everything that everyone's talking about isn't literal when it comes to the delivery of it. It's different. People will say like, oh, I want a man to be involved and blah, 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 blah. But not a man to be involved in a way that he understands. Yeah. I want a man to be involved in the way that I understand and I need, which is a different thing. What so you're saying is that a problem? 
I'm, I'm saying I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that that's difficult because mm. you're now doing an act. Needs time, yeah, to figure. You're out. an act. We all just yeah. said, yeah, that Michael Carl is our ideal. It's vibes. It's funny. I'm coming in. I gave you a lesson. I told you what to do. I disciplined you. I'm also listening to you, but I'm also laughing at you. Yeah. Like that's us. What what is wanted of us is way more Uncle Phil. Provide, mm. yeah, do the discipline. Like there's there's still, but it's way more. So take take Uncle Phil, dial it up more. They just want consistency and stability. They want safety, provision. That, that's Michael Cardo as well. No, but I wouldn't say but, that's not. No, but, I think it's the type of woman. A type of woman have different. There's different styles that a woman's gonna want. Like, I don't think your what you're gonna expect from a man is gonna be the same as another woman. Like in terms of what you're saying, mm. do you get what I mean? I feel like probably your experience was that. I don't necessarily feel like that's every woman's gonna come at it like that. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, I'll, I'll make it just about me. I felt that it was more about the safety structure and provision mm. was being measured rather than my overall contribution. Mm. And so when I was asked to give more, I was like, I'm giving loads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what more do you want? Like this is your, you've got this, that, this, this, and mm. then you just want more of this. So I felt like I had to narrow my personality and I put all my energy into these narrow ways of being a dad. And then that was really respected. But when I expanded and I was like, I wanted to contribute or I wanted to do things that were traditionally more what a mother would be focused on too, mm. it became a problem. Mm. And it's not even just her. It's, I felt like it was family members, extended, okay. it was friends, what they expect of Marvin. So it was never explicitly said. It was like, yeah, do whatever you want. But like when you do what you want, it's <laughs> yeah. like, don't really do that. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think you can be as successful as a man in that environment if you're just making sure the environment of the house is safe and secure. You're making sure no one has to worry about finances and bills and when the money is coming and any of those types of things. And you cover your ground with time with the child. That's all they want. But that's not all of us. That's not the whole of yeah, us yeah. and what we have to offer. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's a genuine space to be your full self as a dad, realistically, right now. It's a very female normative experience. Very, very female normative experience. And it's the yeah. only female normative experience, but it is the one. So as you try to contribute to it more, you'll come up with weird little challenges of when you're dealing with people that like they're rejecting sides of you that you, as you said, you just have to be like, Who, why, why are we doing that? You're not meant to ask why are you doing it? She's asked. Mm. Like if you're providing and it's like, could you go do this and drive me here and take this and lift that, fix that thing? You're just meant to fix it. You're not meant to sit there and mm. rationalize with her with what you think. You're just meant to do it. Yeah. That's what creates the safety of the space is like what I need gets taken care of. And I feel like when you bring yourself into a scenario, when men historically have never been invited, you, I have something to say. Like there's no other world in, room in the world where you'd be invited into and you're not meant to fully contribute your thoughts. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I tell you what I don't like. I don't like fixing what I didn't break. I like you. You got 18 years of that. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, no, no. What you're saying, like, I, I can fix, I definitely don't have no problem with fixing what needs to be, like, I don't know, the doors hanging off mm. or something, something, wear and tear, whatever. Mm. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If, like, you're doing something that's creating this thing and then I'm supposed to do like, I'm supposed to do that. Mm. I don't know, man. And that's, that's before kids, anything like that, just, just in general. I'm just like, well... I know how I like to live. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like mess. Mm. So I don't make mess. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I will keep things at a minimal so it don't clutter. Yeah. So no, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Because yeah. I've never been in my yard where my daughter's made it messy. And okay, then you're cleaning it up. Yeah, 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 I've yeah. been to people's houses, not talk people's business. But I'm like, why is your yard so messy <laughs> and Why then your excuse is I, I have a child no that, that doesn't matter Listen. like yeah. what is the, what's the truck doing in the toilet like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean like, the truck in the <laughs> like I, don't, I don't get it but that is them until like the child goes to sleep mm. and then they clean up mm. and then before you know it it's 11 p.m. and yeah. they're like oh my god being a, a parent is long I'm like but they could have been a bit more order throughout the day I just like mm. simplicity like, I, mean? I just feel like keep things simple and obviously in the long run you're gonna you're gonna you, you know mm. I don't even know the word but just keep it simple I, look, I, 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 think, simple. I think what happens is when you when you're the whole point of family is like creating that you're gonna have to make concessions to many of those ideas and then and this is what I'm saying the clarity of your role no one explicitly tells you, but there is almost like a natural leaning into mm. be here and do this. Do you know what? I actually, honestly, to, mm. sorry to cut you, I don't mind, you know. Mm. I, probably, like, I just feel, I feel pride, proud to do certain things where it's like now, yeah, you're expected to kind of do this and mm. do that. It's kind of, it's different for me because I've just lived. Yeah, by yourself. Like this forever. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So now like, it just feels like, right, you know what? There is a responsibility and I definitely don't mind it. Like I like, I don't mind, oh, can you do that? Like someone leans on me to have to take care of something. Cause I just feel like, oh, yeah. right, you need me. Like, if I'm... That, that part is cool. It's just the unspoken part. Right. And then when you're saying like, all right, so now I'm involved in like fixing stuff. I have an idea. I want to change this to blue. Mm-hmm. Sure? That. Yeah, like that's, mm, mm. that's cool. So one of the things that I regularly question, I actually had this po- podcast with Poet and um, Pops who used to play NBA. We did like a two hour podcast together on this topic here. And it's just the experience of growing up in a working class, almost a state culture or just around in those areas and then navigating into like a man now and how much of that is still in you. Like there's certain days, like if I watch Top Boy, I become a 16 year old person. I just become that person. I move differently. I would look at people differently. I, like, I, I genuinely feel like my body changes watching an episode because there's so much... Obviously, it's, it's, it's filmed in Hackney as well, which doesn't help. But there's so much of those things that happen to me, around me, that it changes my like my makeup for a period of time. But still, certain times, like I just think, I think there was one time where someone was talking to me disrespectfully, let's say. And there was a part of me that was just like, who do you think you're talking to? And I, I just became this person. It's like, that 
person's never really left. Mm. Like it's there and it quiets and it kind of goes very long periods of never really arising. But like, I don't think people understand as like young black men or even just as black men, where we came from to be here, polite, respectful, like doing legitimate things to make money. And so when you talk to me weird or you you, you, you behave disrespectfully, I'm just like, I wish you knew. Like, how, how do you navigate? Like, do you know what I do now? Um, because yeah, I mean, that's I don't think that's ever gonna change that feeling. Mm. Um, but what I've learned to do is ignore you, like, for your sake, really. Like, you got, you got. Um, <laughs> do you know how cheeky yeah. that is? Nah, no, no, no. The way, the way you said yeah. it is just is mad yeah. cheeky. I like it though. I like it's it. Tough. It's because <laughs> it's a fact though. Because you can't really fall. You can't get drawn out. Not at this mm. stage. Do you get what I'm saying? So. People do think people won't even know when they've been locked off. Like mm. they wouldn't even like. I would just keep it so clean, smooth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like even down to the other day, right? So I um I was I sent a deck to someone. Mm. I sent a deck um, about something. I get a, I get a message from someone else. Oh, your deck's landed on my deck. Who did this? Was that you or did someone else do it? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm not even talking no more. Forget the deck. Forget. Forget the What, what about that annoyed you? What about that annoyed you? Did you, you do it? Mm. Did you? I've sent it to you. Yeah, so yeah. what? The, what does it even matter? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the point is, the deck is about something to do. Mm. Like whether we, what does it matter who's done it? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm like, what are we talking about? Yeah. I just, I said, forget this. <laughs> no, no, I hear it. I hear we ain't it. Doing, I ain't doing it. Like, like that person doesn't even know. Yeah, they don't yeah, even yeah. know. But we're not doing this. Yeah, thing. yeah. I hear so, it. But I, and that's how that's how, that's how I deal with things. Mm. Like stupidness. I can't meet the foolishness mm. because the way I'm gonna react to it is you're gonna just. It's now a story. You're not gonna like it. Maybe. Mm. Like, or I'm. I, you know, it's, I'm not. Ugh, I'm not wayward. I'm not gonna start swearing at you, or whatever. But I'm gonna ask you, what's that got to do with it? Mm. Just that simple question, mm. and you're probably gonna get offended by that. Now mm. I think, oh, keep your hair on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's but, like. But it's really, a legit question and what's also, that got to do with it what I don't like also in scenarios like that is that when you chucked it it was fine now I'm chucking it back all of a sudden it's a problem yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I don't like that and, it, and, and, and I guess it's because of where we've come from it mm. just comes across a bit more intimidating yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time we did a venue um, I don't want to say the venue's name because it's, it's just going to get political but so <clears throat> when we do I've done events for however many years mm. there's a certain I know my people, I know my consumer. Mm. So when I'm telling the venue, listen, we're going to advertise four, but we actually start at five. So my DJs, my door girls, all that stuff, are coming at five. The person I spoke to before in the previous email said, it's okay. Mm. That person is now sick, so they can't um, come in on the day. So you've hired a makeshift manager for the day. Cool, but you've decided as the owner to come in as well. Mm. Now you're reading the emails. You're like, well, this can't go ahead. It's on the day. I can't change anything now. So I will see you at 6.30 because mm. I don't go there at the beginning mm. everyone knows that it's fine yeah. my business partner's not even here mm. so the door girls will handle it till I get there mm-hmm. but you better make sure you get here early whoa excuse me <laughs> alright cool locked off the phone I got to the venue and it was like obviously the security's um, point of contact at first mm. and he's he's already been briefed that whenever the promoter gets here send him straight up to the office <laughs> I said alright cool so I had to go all the way upstairs mm. to his office I sat down immediately he's already stuck it on me I'm like big man is everything alright Mm. he's like I said what's the problem the night's running oh but I've had to pay bartenders I said who was here between four and five mm. who was here no one so who told you to pay bartenders mm-hmm. I told you I start at five mm. no one was even here even though you opened at four mm. no one was here so what's your point I told you I know my crowd well there's something you gotta do something about that I ain't gotta do nothing about that mm. I already told you in advance yeah. then he goes get out of my office I said hold on a second Yo. 
You're mad. not going to talk to me like that. That's mad. You're not going to talk that's to me like that. Because I ain't done anything wrong. Yeah, that's so crazy. So until you but say even, please, even, like, I ain't going nowhere. Disagree on something. To talk like that's rude. Now. Yeah. Mm. So I said, until you say please, I ain't yeah. going nowhere. Little did I know, he's already sent a message to a guy who's essentially the head of security in that area. Mm. But that guy's my bridging. Yes. Yeah. So he's phoned me and gone, we did over there. Because I know if someone's, mm. if, if you're kicking off, someone's pissed you off. Yeah. So I've explained it to him and he's like, don't worry about it. You're good. I'm not coming. Mm. So then I've looked at him. I goes, you called my man? And he goes, all of a sudden yeah. he's panicked. He set you up, essentially. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's like, mad. But, and that's why you can't get drawn out because it's like a setup. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't do these, you can't no. play these games. And I went downstairs, mm. I went to the security. I said, listen, I'm going to leave. The night's going to go ahead, yeah. how it's going ahead, and it's going to be fine. Shout me when you're done. And I left. Mm. I just left. I said, you know, and the night's done. Now he wants us back because we hit bar spin. We did a good bar spin. <laughs> well, one thing I'll tell you about nightlife, I think we talked about it as we was in Artiga, yeah? Is that people do mad things to you. Just mm. they say and do mad things and they have an incredibly high <clears throat> expectation of you. Because our show was like a place to go perform where there was like a guaranteed black audience, people will come with such desire to perform without the, without the talent, respectfully. Like it just didn't make sense <laughs> to put you on. And, 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 and between that and I remember, and I will never name this person because they are a beautiful person, but they came and did our show. They did a great show. And then they were like, right, I want a residency. We'd never really done this before. So I was like, cool, man. You come every week and you will, I think, close the first half. Yeah. Which is like, great. After two more weeks, it's like, nah, I need to close the show. I was like, man, the, <laughs> two weeks listen, the, the, the style of what you do don't make sense in that half. If you're in that half, you're going to get hammered by people because everyone's looking for headline comedy. They want to dance to Amari or whatever. They don't want to hear what you're doing. And he got so offended by the rationale of why it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. And then he, he got this imaginary manager guy and then said, I need to come have a meeting with you next week, Sunday. So he turns up with this manager guy and the manager guy is just rude. And, and I was like, no, 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 you just have to understand, yeah? Out of everything here and what your contribution, as sick as you are, it's not enough for me to sit here on my <laughs> Sunday. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and have this. So, 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 so you start talking to people slightly mad because they don't get it the first way, the calm way, the yeah. considerate way. You end up just being like, bruv, you've yeah. got no chance. And even the fact that you got me here means that I now do not want you in my show at all, no matter how good you are. And so we didn't speak for years. And we've never spoken about it. I was like, actually, I might just ring him and just talk about it. But like, I think like that happens when you do events. And we've had people like come and threaten us and like, there's man downstairs. And we had all of those things. Yeah. And you just have to go stand there and be like, well, what's up? How you doing? Some people just don't understand the responsibility. Like, yeah, your, mm. your friend is a good DJ, but like, there's 500 people that I need to cater to and I'm only going to book trusted DJs. I've never heard your DJ. Mm. I, do you know what? To do you a favor, because I know the girl that, um, we have a mutual friend, this girl, that she's cool to me. All right, cool, I'll book you. You're playing at 11.45. You're playing all the bangers. But what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if you booked me, if you booked me at two a.m., I'm not booking you at two. A. You got to land on the eleven a.m. Um, eleven p.m. to midnight first, and then you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so it's long, it's long. Yeah. The, I, it's I've been dealing with people, and, and I don't want to make this a, a black thing, but there's definitely a black ingredient that's different. It ain't the same as how if someone's doing like I don't know a club night at Cargo. Oh, Cargo's not even there. It's not there anymore, is it? Nah. Jeez, I was sad when I saw that. I walked past it. But you know, like you're doing a, a club night there, there's a, a particular ego and pride being affiliated to something that creates conversations that you just never would have. So 
Yeah, I always wondered how people navigate that because we all kind of grew up in it. Mm. And then we're all here as like responsible black men, like paying people and like yeah, yeah, building yeah. things. But there's just like, there's a certain part of you that just wants to just like, let me chat to you a second. Come do you on. Know, <laughs> do you know, no, do you know what? That makes me freak now because this, this is a great conversation because I'll sit there and think about the people we used to talk to mm. or man would speak to or have that impatience with the older, like, yeah, they yeah. looked at me. I've, I've definitely been looked at and thought, who's he talking to? <laughs> We've just been on that side of it. So yeah. I just guess, it, like you said, it's the growth. We've grown up and you just get an understanding of things. I don't think it's something that's ever going to stop. Mm. And because it just won't, in it? Like man, this man's been that guy and mm. been the other guy now. So mm. yeah, there's definitely, yeah, it just, it just happens. And man. some of the people that we've, we've had to, like some of the characters we've had to deal with from where we've come from, mm. it kind of makes dealing with some of these people a lot easier. Oh yeah. yeah you ain't yeah. going to do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spoken to certain people. I thought, yo. This might be it. Honestly, I feel like once you get into a place of like, and this sounds like a big thing, yeah, but like dealing with your mortality, like it's a question. Like, am I going to make it out of this? (laughs) There's nothing that you can do or say to make me fear. Like, I remember one time I went to EQ. This is when I'm 16 and Miss Dynamite was performing. This is when early Dynamite first, first come out when she's still just, there's not really even a song. It's just bars. Yeah. And, and, we're, and we've gone to watch her at the best night of my life. We leave EQ in Stratford and we're walking down this road. By the way, anyone doesn't know uh, where Hackney Wick is now and it's this mm. beautiful village with like buildings and glass. Mm. And mm. It, it, it wasn't that. It, it was industrial estate. There was nothing there. There was a waste market where you get your fake nights from and your, your fake DVDs and your CDs from. CDs, yeah. But there, there was a massive warehouse well. that was a nightclub. And then from that nightclub to anything that resembled safety was 20 minutes. That's where Daisy Bro. Brew was as well. Yeah, like it was 20 minute walk 20? run. Oh, okay. There's, no, there's nothing to like, I'm going to get on a bus or a train. Mm. So it's 20 minutes. And someone someone just starts shooting. Mm. I don't know where it was, but it, I heard and saw things moving around me next to the car. Something hits the car and everyone I, everyone's running down this road. Like imagine a couple hundred people running down a road all at the same time, you look back, there's bare people running. And I was just like, this is it, isn't it? Because it's impossible. Because whoever's now they're shooting at is now in this line of running. So in my head, it's like, you're going to, you can get anyone from there. So we're all running and I just sat there, I got home and I don't, you can't tell your parents. You can't go home and be like, mommy, never guess what? (laughs) Because you want to go out next week. Yeah, listen. So I realized that actually this is, this is just, this is just it. And you have moments like that where you're genuinely considering your mortality and you go into the world and you're like, this is infinitely better. But at the same time, people just talk to you in a way or do things that yeah, you just think this is absurd. There's no respect for your journey. None. None. And I, like you said, because we will talk about this, like even as MCs, like back mm. in the day, like we would literally, we're going, like, you see how you, like, everybody's territorial about their ends and mm. coming in, who can come. Like we would just go to any end because you, because you want to spit, like yeah. the rave's there, yeah. the radio's yeah, yeah, yeah. there, wherever. You're going into all kind of areas, at all kind of times, crack houses, mm. all kind of things mm. for the love of what you do. Like, and you've gone, you've come through that, the dangerous moments, all kind of dangerous moments, mm. fights, shootings, mm. robberies, everything. Right? Some of the men you used to run with were like warmongers. Right. So, so it's like, you think, wow, and man's come out of the back. Mm. You think, wow, and man's come out of the back. Mm. The other side. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a pause over here, but I'll wow. add that on that one. No, yeah. yeah, but we come out the other side of that. 
And you just think, rah, like, like you said, we, like we, we cross over. Mm. Not necessarily cross over, but we're doing other things now. We're responsible. Mm. We understand what our jobs are to oh, do. And then, yeah, you just got someone who's just like, <laughs> from nowhere, mm. dealing with you in a way that is just like, and I haven't even come here on that. Mm. Like, I'm just trying to do some good business, speak mm. nicely, and get on with my day. Like, mm. So that frustration is actually mad. But mm. like I was saying, going back to it, you just need to just not fall for the draw out because it only impacts you at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, Friday, yeah. It's only you that gets impacted. Um, I don't know if we have to leave or nothing. Yeah, I've got bro. a question off the back of that, yeah. Um, as parents, yeah, obviously that environment has kind of molded you, shaped you to who you've become today, yeah? yeah? Do you feel like your kids need to go through that? No, no. My, my job is to make sure they never do. Okay, yeah. but then what... Mm. What builds character? Yeah, because I so, thought like those moments are what made me who yeah, I am today. I think I can create trial for my son in a safe way, my son and daughter for in a safe way. So it's a controlled environment. Like I give always like, the example of like, I'll put my son, I'll be, be walking somewhere and I'll pick him up and put him in a locked park. And I'll be like, how are you going to get out? And I'll just like sit there, how are you going to get out? And I'll walk off, yeah? And so he's five. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. No, wait, hold on, wait, Yeah, nah, this is crazy. That's so mad, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so he, he would have to look for things to jump on and it makes you think in a non-linear way. Okay. That's really what we learned, yeah? It's how to think in a non-linear way because there were no options. Mm. So when I look at 30-year-olds now, I, I have a slight resentment. I'm like, you have no idea how privileged you are because what you do wasn't even possible when I was growing up. Mm. It didn't even exist. So for my son, I want him to have trial where in a controlled environment where he's not actually abandoned, but he's thinking. So when it, when it is in a scenario where it's like, what do I do here? He has some sort of terms of reference. The idea of putting him into genuine trauma where he can't watch Top Boy the full season. I haven't still watched the last, I, I can't finish it. Like, I'm just like, I'm tired of feeling this feeling that's mm. happening. I don't need to create that for him, for him to have the tools that I need to navigate. Also, I just, I believe in like developing privilege for your children. Like, that's what you went for it for. So your children come out the other side and not have to do everything. I want to be able to be like, oh, you want to get into events? Oh, Taser, go shadow him for three months. Like I had to shadow people for three years till I got the opportunity and I got went out, went out on my own. Like, because it just didn't exist. But that drive that you had, yeah, it's, you had to stand there and be like, listen, I want to do this. Like you said, mm. you were queuing up till you became the person that people were queuing for. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like mm. you had to do it. Whereas... When you just get a hookup, it's, it's, it's not the same. Yeah. It, it, you want to it, appreciate it, it, But the difference the is with what you're saying as well. Like, your child does know he's going home at the end of the day. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. Away from this, like, he knows yeah, this you're not going to leave him there. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? It's mm. like, it's almost like, what's that um, game show that they've got from the Netflix film? Oh, Squid Games. Squid, Squid yeah. Games. They died on Squid Games. Yeah. 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 Like, he's like, they get shot with a paint gun. And they're like, you get me then, but they go home, innit? No, it's true. So it's a bit different. I saw a meme not too long ago. Might have been a year ago. Um, this is such a dad way of thinking, by mm. the way, because women have, have yeah, mothers are never no, doing that. There's no way in my mind that I'm gonna create challenge for my yeah. child, right? But this dad put up a meme, um, or it maybe might have been a post of him saying, "I I taught my daughter, I taught my son a life lesson today. Mm. I gave him, let's say, twenty pound, and told him, here you are, this is your money." And as he walked away, I robbed him of half of his money <laughs> to tell him that the tax man will take half of your money. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now, that's a weird way of giving a life lesson. That's a very dad thing to do, though. That's yeah. a dad thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Because but, 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 like, do but, but it's good, though, because, like, for example, my daughter now, she got a whole leap of money for Christmas. Mm. And all of a sudden, Daddy, I want this. 
You got money. Where's your yeah. money? No, but you got money. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, but daddy, you normally buy it for me. No. Babes, there's like 300 pounds in your purse. <laughs> Get out. What is it that you want? <laughs> I mean, I'll ma- I even said to her, she said she wanted a pair of Uggs. I said, go on um, the website. How much are the Uggs? She said, 140 pounds. So it just sounds like numbers, isn't it? Cool. How much are you willing to spend? Mm. She said, daddy, I can drop 80. I said, all right, cool. I'll match, I'll match you with the 60, yeah? yeah? Now she wants to buy a ruler. Go buy the ruler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to buy Apple. Now you want to yeah, buy yeah, stuff because you is, have money. Yeah. You got to learn. Now when, yeah. that, when that hits zero, because like my brother is 14, he's, he's, he's in the same vein, yeah? Mm. So, but he's very generous. Like, mm. He got, I think I got about 200 pounds. He bought a tracksuit, a pair of trainers. And it was my brother's, my brother's birthday. My, my brother just, I'm younger than me. Three days after Christmas. So he spent the rest of his money on buying him a gift. Wow. Right. So my brother was like, why are you buying me a gift? Mm. So he actually gave the gift back and put the money up for the gift, gave it to him. Right, right. And I said, and I said to him, this ain't going to happen every day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, don't don't think this is a strategy day. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got to learn. Because even with me, the last time I asked my dad for money mm. was when I was 16. Mm. Because when I asked him, he looked at me like, they're asking me for money for go outside and get it. I said, yeah. All mm. oh, right. Mm. And I went outside and started getting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but, but my thing is, is that I think we had to go to almost deadly extremes. Like how many times you almost go to jail or you're standing in the wrong place too long because mm. you don't have and you're trying to get provisions. I think that's the risk. It increases the chances of, your, of me just falling through the trap. I'm literally one of a handful of people from my area that didn't die or go to jail. That's a real thing in my head yeah. of like how close it came yeah. often. Basically, it was one summer when my mum said, go get a job. I went to go work in Woolworths and I basically did the shift from 6 till 10 p.m. Mm. That was the scary hours outside for the summer. It was one of those hot summers where yeah, yeah. outside, that's when everything bad happens. So when I'm coming back from work and everyone's like, yeah, man, this person run this way and fought this person. Yeah. And, and I was like, that window saved me for the, for those summers and I think like it, it shouldn't have to be that close of a finite line because anything can happen happening is happening mm. but I don't think I want to push them to that degree where it's now unsafe mm. and you may not have your son or your child in that particular way I'm more prepared to create an environment where they're padded a little bit and they've got to learn to navigate the padding yeah. do you I think, think your kids should go through no my oldest son didn't he, he went he, went, he tried to do the bad boy thing. And I had to kind of tell him, you're not built that way. Mm. And that like, and there's too many youths out here losing their lives that think they are built or they're too scared to admit that they're not built that way. You really don't have to go through that experience. Well, for me, that's why I feel you have to, you have to really instill interests in them from early. hundred percent. Like hundred percent. That's them into things, that, um, uh, sports, the, whatever. Like, cause that's, these are the things that helped me. Yeah. Like mm. away from having interest anything that makes a difference. I, I was doing yeah. outside. Cause yes, I would get in, you'd get into it like here and there. But I played football. Football was always my base. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? So yeah. there would be them nights where I've, I'm going, I'm training or I've gone off to think and I've missed key moments mm. where it was like peak. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or, you know, then there's music, then there's these things. There's all these things that like, if you don't, like going back to what, what Marvin's saying, I battle with, no, I don't battle, I can't say I battle, but it's what I'm thinking about now, mm. where um, how do you bring them up? Because I do want them to have that character and have But don't you think they're already, because that's what I was going to say, I think you are who you are anyway, re- re- regardless of challenge or not, you are who you are. And So this this is where I get to, I start yeah. thinking about that, because I think, right, I want you to have that, so I'll, I'll do, maybe do we move back to the heads? Or mm. like, not really, but you, you, know, mm. you think, do you have to do these things? Mm. And then you think, well, no. Nah. You don't because you are who you are. And um, 
and also I think we're just too used to thinking like how I'm thinking as well. Like other people don't bring up their children like that. It's yeah. just normal. Because it's, 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 it's survival. They have to build. It's just survival. Thing. With us, it was survival. It's like, survival. But if, and if, if you don't have to put a child through the challenge of thinking that they are always having to survive every time they go outside or go to school mm. and they can avoid all that, they might um, have a platform to go off and do better things. So, no, well, it's I, the I, thing. I, they need to be challenged. Yeah, That's like, what I'm saying. So yeah. whether it's, it's through their interests, hobbies, whatever, in, have these things going on and they will feel challenged. They will build character through because things happen within these things. Yeah. You might play sport. You might want to do dance or arts or whatever. And there's going to be obstacles within those fields yeah. that is going to make you, you know, come out of it either way. Like, do you get what I'm like, saying? But you've learned something. Like For example, when you were playing football, mm. did you ever face um, a challenge? For example, you thought you should have started managing well, this play. is This is what I'm saying. Like, so I can't teach that. Yeah. You can't teach that. They have to go through that and yeah. however they deal with it. I'm here to guide you and comfort yeah. you. You're going to deal yeah. with racism. You, you're yeah, you're going to have to deal with that. It's stuff yeah. like that is what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. And a culture yeah. thing as well. So yeah. I remember with football, so I was talented at football, but I wasn't into football lifestyle after football. So I wouldn't hang out with footballers afterwards. I won't go to the bar necessarily. I can't get orange juice and cut. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I wouldn't, I don't, I don't speak with the parents and all that. And my parents didn't come to, mm. like it wasn't, I wasn't in that. I, I liked football. I went to play football, then I left. But what I didn't realise, I didn't understand that part gets you up the ladder yeah. also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, get what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah, yeah. you will see it when the mum's friending up the manager <laughs> and, yeah. and, and all these things. This dad knows that one and da, 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 da. Yeah. Like you see it, innit? Yeah. So, um, but there's no way you could work that out as a young person. No, you and, can't. And that, that's why parents do have to be present in their son's or ch children's life yeah. to a certain extent. Because mm -hmm. I know that if my mum was coming to football with me, mm. certain behaviours that I was displaying and that she wouldn't have got displayed yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And then there would have been, oh, yeah, Darwood, he's talented, but he's always fighting. <laughs> that yeah. was my record. Yeah. I would fight. You did a bad challenge on me. I'd wait for you afterwards and I'd punch you up. Like yeah, yeah. that was my character. Yeah. Mm. So I just couldn't be trusted. So I just didn't get any further. Yeah. Mm. So I, 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 we have to, we have four minutes and we don't really have four minutes, but I'm just taking four minutes. So basically we have 30 seconds on her, her, her faces. <laughs> she's, she's giving you the signal. Bad no, times. I've no, seen I know. I know. I just keep more, looking more. at Jay with, with intention. Like, <laughs> but I just get this final one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very, very quickly. So, Complex did their top 50 MCs. I thought most of it was kind of there. A couple people I didn't like being missed out. I don't like people whitewashing Tiny. I think he did loads. Mm -hmm. and, and to the degree, Tinchy, when, yeah, yeah. When, when, yeah. When, we, when there was no music money, they were making money and creating yeah. a path and they got left yeah. out of that um, and made lots of hits. Your top three of all time, you can't include yourself, obviously. Um, <laughs> your top three of all time, uh, very quickly, your top three MCs, UK, all time. Taser. Kano. Mm. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Best out. All time. Wiley. Um, I'd put Getz there. Mm. You're telling me to just, these are competitors of mine. Yeah, it's going to be well. difficult like, for you as well. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've got to big you up now. Yeah. Nah, i got love for everyone, to be fair. <laughs> not um, everyone. Nah, nah, dude, I ain't got no problems with not one of them. Um, I don't know, all time is mad because there's a gen uh, man's been here for time as well mm. before man was even active. There was your there was your rap scenes and your... Yeah, that, rap, that rap, that MC. That's what I'm saying. To not mention or not ping those people into the conversation is so dismissive. But you got and Wiley as one. Wiley as one. Um... Your Kano gets. Wretch. 
Wretch. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I was, um, gonna, I was gonna say Wretch, but because you said Wretch, I'll say I have to say gigs. Mm. There's a there's a there's a uh, oh and well yeah yeah there's a window of like old school gigs yeah mm. it's it's undeniable. Mm. Mm. But like, you know what? Regardless of what um, even what how you how that made you feel, a man has transcended through yeah, so every many, single yeah through yeah. errors mm. and has maintained. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's at the top and obviously all those walls he's had to break down. Da, 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 da. And that's why I'm that's why I'm choosing the people I've chose. Um, there's obviously there's definitely loads of honourable mentions and people mm. that are, could be in there as well. Mm. But you know, Wiley changed the game, Giggs changed the game. I just say Rich. Even the way Giggs is bringing um, his son through, yeah, it's, it's a sick feeling. No one's ever done it. Yeah, that's mm. a sick yeah. feeling because it's like whatever I've learned and whatever I've changed in the industry, you're gonna get. That's another. That's a um, example of what you're saying. Mm. Like, so Giggs has gone through the whole getting cancelled and yeah, getting blackballed and yeah, blah, 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 for yeah, his son yeah. to come through. His son's going to have pretty much an easy, easy. ride. Yeah, yeah. But is that what he wants for his son? No, but though? he's still got to prove it. But we, the thing is, only us believe we have to prove it and we have to be hard and we have to... Some people are just like, yeah. Just cut through, have fun. Yeah. Diggy yeah, Simmons, bruv. Got to mm. be just Diggy Simmons sometimes. Darwood, <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Go uh, Klashnikov. Mm. The start of Dizzy. That, mm. that, that mm. first two See, albums. That's what I'm saying. He could be. He should be. Yeah, yeah I mean, but free. Mm. Like, and then oh, it's between Wiley and Skepta for me. Mm. Um, Skepta um, gets underrated because he's not. Everyone thinks he's not the most lyrical, but I think being, having clarity is a skill mm. and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, for Skepta, sure. Like his clarity is just. Whew. Ro, do you want to just talk about musicians? No. You done with me? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, just to be You're clear, my, do you get my, fine. Is a fine or something when you go over time? Not really, no, but it's just ethical ethical approach to things. Um, my number one is Wretch, and that will probably never change. Two is Kane, three is Getz. I, I think there's something about Getz that I just, I, I will yeah, never not sick. enjoy. He's so good. And of course. I, yeah, it's just, it's just so there's so much course, to it, man. and he's a bunch of richness and dynamic in the way he does things, and he's so intelligent, and that's not what people even identify him for. But there's a lot there, so they're, they're but my. But his growth as well, because when he started, underdog. and then every like every person that he's lined up with, mm. he's improved, and you you have to get sharp. I, I, I love Kano, but I think gets was, like you said, him. there was a lot of man beside him that was supposed to go and mm. yeah. was on that trajectory more than him. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and he's kind of outlasted that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. Well, look, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, one you. more topic. One more. No, <laughs> thank you to all my so guests, Taser Black, uh, Jason Black, uh, Ramantha Bota, and for Darwood Grace. Uh, if you want to email us your feelings and thoughts about this podcast, it's hello at dopeblack.org. If you want to send us some DMs about dilemmas, uh, please do so at dopeblackdoes on Instagram. Um, also be aware that we have our website, dopeblack.org. Uh, and you can listen to all the blogs and all of our podcasts as well. But make sure you subscribe. We are also on YouTube, so you should be seeing me say this, hopefully. Uh, we are on YouTube also. We actually just surpri- uh, surpassed our first thousand followers, uh, subscribers Ooh, on, on there. So that's that's nice. That didn't take very long. Uh, and long may that continue. And also thank you to Spotify for giving us this space. And uh, long may it continue. Thank you. Bye. Wicked. <laughs> Bye, bro. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.